Can ancient crystals control time and space? Is the Earth's core full of spiders? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this Paranormal Live! I feel like that gets louder every episode. (laughs) I can't hear anything, Rory. (laughs) Welcome to This Paranormal Life, the comedy paranormal podcast where every week we investigate a brand new paranormal tale, claim, beast, and come to a conclusion within the hour, usually, as to whether or not it is real or it is false. That's right. My name is Rory Paranormal Powers. This guy's name is Kit Greer, and we're going to be your chief investigators today on the case of a lifetime. Really? Oh, yeah. It's not every day you get a golden nugget like this dropped right on your lap. But here we are. You serious? Because we've been doing the show for two years. So you're saying this we've, is... Well, we've seen it all. Bronze <laughs> nuggets. Mostly bronze and actually wooden nuggets. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying this is the case that's going to keep us into old age for the next 98 years? This is the start of a multi-part series, I think. And we have Nemo B to thank for it. All right. There's one of our listeners who emailed us in to this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com. Nemo B said, subject, suggestion, and the contents, three words, <laughs> the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Okay. Consider this... me interested, Nemo. Yeah, straight to the point. I see all these people out there saying stuff like, hey, hey love guys, the show, long time listener, I'm such a huge friend. deleted, archived. Wow. You took too long. Oh, Rory, I'm, I I love you so much. You're Mark my favorite. Spam. Get out of here. Oh, I actually signed up a couple months ago and I haven't received any of my Patreon bonuses. F*** off. Not interested. Three words, baby. The Fresno, Fresno Nightcrawlers. Night That's all we want to hear. So immediately I dropped everything in my life. Everything. My job, my kids, my car. Left it all out I think you were looking after wild. your sister's newborn as well. I was Irrelevant. Three words I said to that little bastard. Cushion underneath him at the time. I drove that sucker out to the woods, pushed him into the car, looked him in the eyes and said, the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Didn't understand. He, he didn't infant. understand. He was confused. But it's, it's fine, all right? We're going to get into this case right now. No more dilly-dally. The year is 2007. Wow. And we're in, you guessed it, Fresno, California. Hmm. One of the most diverse cities in America, and the city that started the raisin industry. (laughs) Oh, because everyone had California raisins. Yeah, that's not relevant to the story. It's just an interesting fact I found out about. I'd like to talk more about the raisins. (laughs) They're actually pretty paranormal. They're the ghosts of grapes, so that's pretty relevant. A man named Jose is living in a peaceful suburban neighborhood, but despite his idyllic surroundings, there's something that keeps him up at night his dogs. Every night when the neighborhood is asleep, his dogs go crazy and start barking. Now this goes on long enough that eventually Jose snaps and thinks, look, they gotta be barking at something. Maybe a stray animal, possibly even an intruder. So he decides to set up a security camera above his garage overlooking the front of his house to find out finally what's going on. Two nights later, they're just asshole dogs. Yeah. They're just idiots. Well, that night, Jose is asleep in bed. And just like every night, he wakes up to the dogs barking outside. So the next morning, he loads up the recording to find out what was going on. And Jose can't believe his eyes. He calls the police immediately and tells them what he saw. A white, ghost-like figure that would soon be known as the Fresno Nightcrawler. Wow. You could throw in like a lightning bolt uh, sound effect or something, or like a cougar roar, a whip, anything like that uh, would be fantastic. Or all three at once. Okay. In on three, three two, two, one. Everyone tunes out. That was the most horrible noise they've ever heard. We thought it couldn't get any louder than the intro, and yet. <laughs> so Jose calls the police. Now, like almost every case of calling the police to report something paranormal, they could not give less of a shit. No. They turn up, Starbucks in one hand, donut in the other, just going, let's get this over with. Yeah. They're real-life cops. They're going to focus on real-life problems. If your phone was stolen, that's a police matter. If your phone was stolen by the Chupacabra, that's out of their hands now. It's, it's paranormal. It's not yeah. none of their business. It's at least the manufacturer's problem. Yeah. If you want someone to solve this, you need to get ghost cops. 
Yeah. Which are cops that have been killed in the line of duty, enlist their help and their services to hunt ghost criminals. That's right. Unfortunately, it is often the ghost cops who are causing the problem um, just because the afterlife sucks and they're just firing blanks into the sky, that sort of situation. So now, now you need a crooked ghost cop to take down the regular ghost cops and all of a sudden you've got a problem that's it's too big to, to keep did you know that up. when you start a new job you get a starter form that contract isn't voided if you die no you still gotta keep you gotta working. do that job in the afterlife yeah after receiving little help from the authorities jose brought the footage he captured to the television network called univision hoping that they could provide some answers. But Jose demanded that his face never appeared on camera and they never use his full name in an attempt to distance himself and his family from the incident. Oh, weird. Why do you, why do you think like he just didn't want to get too many uh, like paranormal wackos calling I, him up? I guess so. Myself included? Yeah. I mean, I tried. I couldn't find him. <laughs> Obviously, he's a smart man to hide his face. Um... Yeah, this is kind of what we like to see in paranormal stories, which is someone, even if they do end up going to uh, a television network, trying to distance themselves from the situation, uh, refusing to use any of their personal information. Because the flip side of this is, you know, there's another universe where Jose wrote a book about the experience and he has a TV show where he travels America trying to hunt this creature. You know what? An ebook. An ebook, a podcast, possibly. Yeah. But what we're seeing here is him actually trying to stay out of it, get this information out here, but stay in the shadows. I have to respect that because that does seem like something a level-headed person would do. Yeah. I mean, it's what we do. We get this information out to the public, but we stay in the shadows like little goblin men hiding. No one can see our hideous, paranormal, warped faces. You think this is our real voices? This is (laughs) us talking through a Darth Vader toy. So the news crew showed up at his home, and after trying and failing to copy the footage from an old VHS tape, they just recorded the video straight from the screen. Fair enough. And now the world had it. The mind-bending footage captured that night. Video evidence of the existence of the Fresno Nightcrawler. This is so exciting. Can I just say... That we're getting into physical evidence already. This is insane. It's a golden Zero nugget, to, my to friend. This is what I'm saying. Real quick. Oh, yeah. Roswell's pretty good. Why don't you hear a story about a guy who knew a guy who once saw a picture of the thing? I have a video of the Nightcrawler right here in front of me, and I'm going to show it to I you. I cannot wait. Are you ready to have your, your, your world shattered? <laughs> this video is only 18 seconds long, so... It's got. It's going to be packing a punch. You only need a second to change the world. All right, check this out. This is the footage that was recorded that night. All right. <laughs> what? Yeah, my thoughts exactly. Can, can we get a repeat on that? So there's nothing for about the first five seconds, and then something starts to appear in the top left corner. It's essentially a pair of white trousers walking of their own accord, but very creepily. Yeah, not even like they have human legs in them. They're a bit wavy. Yeah, almost like trousers without legs in them. Yeah. Uh, what the f*** is that? So that was recorded straight from... So that, that was his camera plugged into a TV, and then they filmed it off that. Is that right? Yes. That's why the resolution is kind of shoddy. I mean, this was in 2007. It should be a lot clearer. It should, than that. It should be a <laughs> shot on an iPhone. For it should sure. be a TikTok video, essentially. Witnesses have described the night crawlers as four foot creatures that don't appear to have any arms. They're white in color and bipedal, which seems to imply that they are somewhat humanoid. There's something humanoid like, yeah. If we had to describe them, you pretty much hit the nail on the head here. This is like a a pair of baggy sweatpants, a sentient pair of baggy sweatpants flapping down the street in a really strange way. Uh, I think people have like examined the footage more closely and apparently you can see like a little head with eyes at the top. I would have thought that. Yeah, it looks like there's something there for sure. It's very hard to describe. It's not like, I mean, the the name Nightcrawler sounds like it is a 10 foot beast rocking a six pack, two cannons for biceps, claws as sharp as a vampire steak and just ready to ready to rip anything to shreds of course this is a pair of pajama bottoms floating down the street like a like a jellyfish it is a bit crawly though yeah 
I mean, it's a pretty self-explanatory name, I guess. Yeah, but it even sounds sinister. Night crawlers? Yeah. This thing doesn't crawl. It, it creeped me out, though. It creeps me out because it's just, like, floating silently. It's moving kind of like... It's, it's moving kind of like an old Steamboat Willie cartoon or something. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's like, it's, it's like in 120... It's like the first time you saw The Hobbit in 60 frames per second mode. <laughs> it's going a little too smooth. It's also like, you know, if you see a ghost of a human... You kind of know what you're dealing with here. It's probably someone who died in mm. this general area who hasn't passed on because of regrets he has uh, involving the location. If you see this this jellyfish man floating towards you, what are you going to do? What does it want? I have no idea how I would handle this situation. I think that's what's creepy, but it looks very otherworldly, I'll say. Definitely. Not something that you would make up either. No. What a weird, What a weird design for a spirit. The footage aired on Univision and immediately took off, going viral on paranormal blogs and news outlets all over the world, being referred to officially as the Fresno Nightcrawler. It eventually caught the attention of Fact or Faked, a popular American show that, similar to us, sets out to prove or disprove paranormal events. So, Bill, tell me about your case today. Well, this particular video has been making the rounds at some of the paranormal conferences, and it's gotten really popular. This was recorded in Fresno in 2007. Let me cue it up, because I think it speaks for itself. Hey. There's a creature coming what from the top that? left of the screen. I, I don't know what it is. But it's not like any of the other cryptoids or Bigfoots or anything else we've seen. Is that a word? Cryptoid? I have no idea. Hey, this isn't the same footage we saw. This is the extended cut. Oh, okay, cool. Very long. Notice that it has a, a head. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, me neither. It's, it's, really, it's weird. I don't know what, what else to call it. Now, what's this one coming in here? Oh, my what? God. What's he doing? Anatomically speaking, I've never seen anything that looks like either of these figures before. No, I've never seen anything like it. Where was it walking toward? <laughs> I don't know where it was. Towards the 7-Eleven, Chris, I think. You're saying too. I forwarded the copy of this clip to Animal Control in Fresno. They have never seen anything like this, and nothing else has been reported like it in the area. <laughs> I just love the like. It's like, wow, that is so weird. And one guy is like, where, where was it going? <laughs> talking about he's the kind of guy that i feel like in all the investigations ask the really stupid questions that they have to just talk quickly to like glaze over so that no one really acknowledges it so it's like so there we have the footage of bigfoot as you can see he's going through the cars obviously uh, this is a paranormal heightened area where we've seen a what lot kind of, of mood do you think he was in <laughs> right of course that's one thing to take into consideration but i think right now we have to focus more on why the creature is here do you think he has what any siblings <laughs> What kind of car does he drive? <laughs> I also like the idea that um, part of their their research into the case was to contact the animal control in Fresno and be like, is this an animal? <laughs> They're like, you should at least know about animals before you become a crypt. crypt they crypt, said cryptoid, by crypto- the way. Which I don't think is a word. <laughs> but I think if you say anything that fast with that kind of music behind it, <laughs> anyone's going to believe you. So he doesn't look like any kind of flumper snatch I've ever seen before. <laughs> As you can see, we captured the footage on the Zombobulator, and we're, we're, we're hitting 10.7s across the board. Yeah, I would, I mean, I'd pay to hear what that conversation was like. Because <laughs> if you, I mean, if you're a professional person who's working in animal control, and someone shows up and is like, what is this? I'd be like, it's a, it's like a bed sheet? I don't know. Do you, th- <laughs> do you think it's alive? I would be so confused as to what's happening. I feel like we're also not getting the full conversation that they had with animal control. Because it, the conversation probably really went something like, what is this? Uh, I don't know, a fake video? Like, okay, but if it wasn't fake, what would you say it was? Jeez, uh, I don't know. It's not an animal. That's all we needed. We got the voice clip. <laughs> Sucker. Well, the team at Fact or Faked decided... I mean, we're giving them some grief, but they actually they did some amazing work. Uh, the team decided that there was a number of ways that this footage could have been faked. Okay. CGI. Sure. Puppets on a string. Mm-hmm. Trousers animated using wire. Very true. But after trying a number of times to replicate the footage, they realized it was a lot harder than they originally thought. That's pretty interesting. You know, I'll take the L here. I'm often here running my mouth. Uh, you and me both, brother. Saying, oh, it's, it's faked footage, bro. It's faked. Yeah. 
Nothing else to, nothing else for it. That's that six year old woman, she faked the footage, bro. She she downloaded Adobe After Effects, bro, and she just faked it. We can say these things. We can say these things, but like it's not that easy. As fact or fakes just um said, it's like, okay, if it's faked, what is it? Yeah. Is it CGI? Because that's pretty f- hard to do if you're gonna have the balls to say that something is fake you better have an explanation as to how it's been faked yeah and like if if this person who's got the footage is like a rancher they're probably not experts in like stop motion cinema or something yeah so fresno team tell me about your investigation it started off with a really good witness interview jose the homeowner did jose seem like a credible witness to you most certainly he was a great witness all right he says he heard his dogs barking he went looked out his window didn't see anything this whole interview is just full of truth so you don't think that this could have been a hoax at all if it was he wasn't in on it well if it's not paranormal and it is a hoax then somebody must have pulled it on jose so we put that to the test and we came up with a couple of ideas on how we could replicate the video so one of them the simplest one was that it was simply a child walking across the yard and even though we found a kid that was about the right height it was simply too big so next was like maybe it was a, a puppet. So we built a mechanized puppet and we moved it on a pulley system across the yard. The problem with using the pulley system is that the puppet tend to sort of bounce because of the length of the rope. Then we moved on to well, maybe Larry can sort of walk the mechanized puppet across the yard on a pole. So we did that and then I removed Larry's image in the edit bay. Within an hour, my walkie batteries died, and then our camera started to go out. We had our thermal camera with us, and we turned it on, and here's what we got on camera. We can't say right now that we know this was faked. You weren't able to prove the video was hoaxed, so I say, this is unexplainable. Great job, guys. There we go. So fact or faked are saying it's unexplainable? Unexplainable. After all of their attempts to recreate the footage through an array of different uh, techniques, they couldn't do it. They couldn't replicate the footage. That's pretty nuts. I do have to hand it to them. They tried a number of uh, different techniques. A couple of them came pretty close. Like they were decent attempts. But as they pointed out, it's still nowhere near the fluid motion and sort of yeah eeriness of the original video. Yeah, definitely. So we've looked at the video of this thing moving. We've looked at, you know, some of the possible ways this could be faked. And the conclusion was that essentially it couldn't have been. Mm. So what the hell is this thing, Kit? There's a lot of different opinions on the matter. Some people believe it's some kind of peaceful alien. Some people believe it's a ghost or a spirit. But one of the most popular theories links the night crawlers to Native American legend. Ooh. According to the site Ranker.com, tribe members that live near Fresno have said that the Nightcrawlers are beings that have always lived on Earth, even before human beings got here. According to the myths, the Nightcrawlers have long legs that allow them to move through difficult or boggy landscapes because they are swamp world beings. Whoa. Now, I tried to follow the hyperlink to the Swamp World mythology. <laughs> uh, the link was broken. Okay. So, <laughs> it got lost in the swamp somewhere. So I googled uh, Swamp World. Mm-hmm. Nothing came up. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the Swamp World is. It's kind of a... They kind of just made like a crazy open-ended statement, did a mic drop and walked off with dozens of reporters like... Asking follow-up questions. I guess, you know, just based on the name alone, it kind of makes sense. Uh, If this is a creature based in the swamp world, it it, it, it makes perfect sense that it would want to leave and come to Earth. Because the swamp world sounds like shit. I'll be honest with you. It sounds damp. It sounds muddy. And if I had long, beautiful white legs like that, I don't want to get them covered in mud. It's very true. Yeah. And those swamp world beings probably learned that there's like there are such things as like five-star hotels these days you don't need to live in a swamp you could in fact uh if money was no object live in the lap of luxury yes in the modern world exactly and we're very lucky in our world that we uh we have swamps but the world itself is not a swamp that's right you (laughs) you always have the option to go to a swamp whenever you want yeah if you do so want to visit a swamp but uh you know when 24 7 day after day you're in the swamp world that can get probably a little bit grating after a while. That's pretty interesting, though, that they came up with that. Um, I could 
probably see why it might be hard to trace that information. I'm sympathetic. Whenever I investigated the mountain devils um, of... <laughs> when I investigated the frog people of Swamp World, <laughs> I actually found it pretty hard to get any solid evidence. <laughs> I investigated literal mud. <clears throat> Whenever I investigated the mountain devils of um, Mount St. Helens, for those who don't remember that episode, it's a it's a fun investigation. I recommend looking back at that. It was a couple of weeks ago. But one of the twists was that it turned out that the similar to this story, the Native Americans of that area already knew about this creature and had a kind of lore. But one of the kind of confusing aspects is that it seems to be the kind of nomenclature, the names that each tribe would give to that being might vary from town to town or area to area so yeah. it can be a little tricky to read up on yeah because obviously the um the news stations that had to run this story they wanted a sexy name like nightcrawler sure whereas you know probably native americans wouldn't have called it that wouldn't have given it such a sexy name yeah i mean a headline saying you know swamp beast scene i mean it might That's gonna get sell many... some papers <laughs> honestly it would have got a few clicks. Yeah. According to the site, legend has it that the beings are part of our world in order to rebuild a connection between human beings and our natural surroundings as sort of a peace bringer. While they don't seem to have made any noticeable efforts of doing this so far, <laughs> the fact that stories about them have existed for generations indicates they might be nothing new to Fresno. Paranormal enthusiast and founder of Weird Fresno, Michael Banti said, They're like a dictionary of different cryptids or strange creatures. Like, there's Bigfoot and the Chupacabra, but there's never been this before. No one has really been able to determine what it is. They remind me of fairy people or an extraterrestrial insectoid. Nightcrawlers like this one seen in Jose's video have been reported a number of times. The other biggest sighting being in March 2011 at Yosemite National Park. Caretakers had set up cameras to try and catch vandals at night, but instead captured two nightcrawlers making their way through the woods. Holy shit. And once again, we have the footage. Really? I'm oh, so excited. Yeah. Let's see it. So here we have what looks like night vision footage almost of Yosemite Park. Yeah. With two creepy white leg-like figures walking across the field. They're unmistakably the same being. Uh, the little nub head on top, yeah. and then two kind of uh, harem pants just walking along. Th this time a lot less smooth, a lot more kind of like actual human walking. Yeah. Although a little more creepy. Oh, is that a little baby one? <laughs> I don't know. There's a, I don't little, know. there's a little tiny one. I don't know if that's a baby or if he was just further away. I don't okay. know if it's a perspective thing. Are you sure that was the official's footage? What are you trying to say? It seemed... I don't Sorry, know. just watch yourself, all right? Okay. Because well, you, you ask for evidence every time we do this show. You ask for it, and then I give you I, it. I, give I haven't you a golden even nugget. opened my mouth, <laughs> and you're saying Sorry. watch yourself Sorry. like some just, sort of threat. I just... If it's not you agreeing with me... And I don't want. I don't want to. I've agreed with you so far. I don't want to call, come off as like aggressive or or scared or defensive okay, so or don't. insecure. But if if you criticize the footage, I'm gonna lose my f mind. Okay. Well, let me I'm just gonna get go, the thought out. Right. Sorry. You're gonna go, go what? Buck wild. I'm going to go buck wild. If with it with the slightest little note. I'm sorry. This isn't a pitch. There aren't notes. I just you know so many cases we struggle to get good evidence. You know. You know what? What I wouldn't kill for video footage of Roswell. Yeah, what I wouldn't this kill is some video weird, footage. like intimidation kind of racket. It's like you're trying to get me to agree to your point it, I'm, with I'm the just, threat of violence. I'm just saying. You know what? It's fine. I'll keep it chill. I'll keep it low down. Just until I get the thought out. Yeah. How about that? And then yeah, yeah, we can yeah. go from there. You know what? This is what this podcast is about: is different opinions. Yeah. And two minds couldn't agree more. Talking about the paranormal and coming to a conclusion. Yeah. So shoot. It looks a tiny bit staged. Are you kidding me? Dude. It, it's, it's footage You're from, going so from red. Yosemite National That's Park. That's not how you say it. It's footage of too, cle too clearly. Did wanna, you see the baby, you sir? That's not how they you obviously say it. have genitals and they can bang. That's why there's a baby one. You, you in said the it background. was far away. It wasn't a baby. I'm meeting you halfway, pal. All right. You said that there was a baby one. I'm saying there's a baby one now. Maybe you'll believe me if I say there's a baby one. I liked the video. Okay. I'm, that's important that's good yeah that actually really 
that means a lot to me. That helps me. You're, so you're, moving, should we move on? Or do you want to say some other stuff yeah, about how much you love the video? Fine, let's just move on. If you want to, do you want to talk about the the video? I don't want to say how much I love the video because I don't love the video. Well, I will say uh, that the video has 308 thumbs up and only 20 uh, thumbs down. So you're in the minority. Congratulations, pal. Okay. That's just just fact. Can you show me so, the video? Can you show prove to me that, that it has those thumbs up and thumbs down? I closed the tab. I closed the tab because I thought the conversation was over. Shift Apple T, it'll open it again. Shift Apple what now? T. That was the power button. Uh, I accidentally turned it off. So that's that done. That's my notes gone. You know what? Let's just move on. We have two videos. That's two more than we usually have. <laughs> showing the Nightcrawler in action. Yes, the second one has largely been debunked as a hoax. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. I knew you were going to bring that up. You know what? I'm going to go buck wild. <laughs> I start kicking shit. With two white legs. <laughs> kicking over and over. Yeah, the second one, uh, th- th- that's not real, man. I don't know what that is, but that's not real. Yeah. It, like, if you if you watch these two videos, the first footage of the Nightcrawler, I mean, this is the one that launched the investigation. It's the most famous one. Sure. It's the one that even creates the argument as to whether or not this thing is real. From that point onward, yes, the creature has been seen uh, a number of times in CCTV all over the world. But I mean, it's not its not the same. It's very much copycat footage. People trying to replicate uh, the look of this weird figure traveling. And even in that second one at uh, Yosemite National Park, I mean, that does look like people maybe not cgi but it does kind of look like even people in like stilts walking with bed sheets on it's not as weirdly fluid and ghost-like as the original footage yeah it kind of leaves you with kind of conflicted thoughts because it actually shows you first of all how much of a fake that second video is it's immediately visible as a hoax yeah but on the flip side it shows you that if the other one's a hoax it's a awesome hoax but yeah exactly i think that's what the team at factor faked were trying to uh get across as well as you know from interviewing jose he seems so honest about the situation and so scared of the whole ordeal that they said if it was faked jose was tricked right he was in on it yeah he sorry he wasn't in on it. Yeah. He, he was he was getting the wool pulled over his eyes. Exactly. And then it, it you know leads to a whole another line of conversations where, you know, if this team of experts couldn't replicate the footage uh, to a certain degree of accuracy, how complex must the original setup have been if it was faked? I mean, it didn't necessarily look like CGI. And as someone who has used CGI in their life before, granted, yes, the fact that the the footage is video recordings of a video recording would definitely helps to mask any uh wires mm-hmm. or any sort of uh trickery that was used you would also think that a news station sent out to get video capture from someone would know how to duplicate footage on a vhs tape if you're in the business of taking tapes off strangers yeah you know how to do it yeah you have the gear you'd think so so it's a little strange that this was the way that the the footage had had to be captured also a lot of the footage online is a video recording of a projection at a paranormal conference of the footage recorded by the news team of the footage recorded by the cctv camera 2007 folks yeah so it's I mean, what you're seeing by the end is blurs and yeah. pixels. It's it's really not very clear at all. In reality, what we need is the actual video from the tape from Jose himself. Yeah. So we're going to crowdfund to get Jose a high definition, a goddamn iPhone 11 Pro so he can telephoto uh, zoom in on that cryptid. That's it. And although he doesn't want his name or his family's name uh, dragged into this situation, Jose Martinez, you're part of it. You're part of it, pal. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, this year has gone by so quickly. What's something that you're proud of in 2024 Ooh. so far? Go. Mm, okay. Uh, well, I managed to capture a deadly cryptid and lock it in my basement. Okay. And tell me, did mm. you take time to celebrate that win? Oh, yeah, not really. Uh, I'm scared if I let my guard down, it'll escape. In life, it's important that we slow down, acknowledge our progress, and set goals that inspire us. I can't even sleep at night. I'm so scared this thing is going to break out. When it comes to finding time for ourselves and our goals, BetterHelp can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. You can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's time to take a moment and celebrate your wins. What if the win you're celebrating is so big, no basement can hold it? Okay, you might need to move house, huh? but for everyone else, there is BetterHelp. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. So Kit, I've thrown a lot on your plate today. Um, and I appreciate you hanging in there. You didn't when you were about to fight me. That was, I want to, I want to move past that. We had a little disagreement. And so as I, I said, uh, it turns out that that footage was faked. Uh, had I known that going in. Of course you knew that. <laughs> probably shouldn't have brought it up. It didn't help my case, but I like to show both sides of the coin because I'm an honorable man. I'm fine. Do you think that? What are your thoughts regarding the Nightcrawler? This is a pretty fantastical case. Therefore, it requires fantastical evidence. On the one hand, we've got that. It's pretty crazy to kick off this case with an absolute silver bullet piece of evidence from yeah. Jose. Um, it really is worth checking out, folks. It's absolutely fantastic. It's very creepy. It's believable. But at the same time, there is enough reasonable doubt thrown in here with the second piece of footage and with less reputable sightings and witnesses um, of other run-ins with the Nightcrawler. Uh, there's definitely a threat of kind of people reading this online and wanting to have their own copycat kind of experience. Yeah. What almost clinches it for me is the kind of Native Swamp Amer world. This, absolutely the Swamp World. Do it. The, the Native American uh, involvement in this. For people like these Native American folks who have absolutely no dog in the fight, who have no money on the table to come out and say, yeah, this is part of our history uh, we've known about them for a long time. They have nothing to gain from this, really. That's definitely fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, on that note... Here we go. Ranker.com was the site that uh, made the claims that they had links to the uh, Native American history yeah. and, um, and, the swamp and, and creatures and the, and the swamp world. Uh, Googling that any further leads to absolutely nothing. Right, there, right. There's essentially no evidence to link them at all with any creature in Native American history. I have literally no idea where they got that information from. Um, any links to prove that were other sites claiming that other sites claimed that it was part of Native American history. So I'm very sorry to burst that bubble because um, it sounded like you were heading towards a yes. And I feel like I kind of pulled the rug out from underneath you. Okay, well, you know, they didn't have any written evidence, but, you know, the Native American people, that's an oral tradition. So right. maybe that it wasn't online because they were Again, orally telling I'm, each I'm other. I'm pretty sure people the followed this up and maybe like did their own research into the Native American histories. And there is literally nothing. I can't, really? I can't stress this enough. There is, I mean, there's maybe creatures in Native American history that can shapeshift. Uh-huh. Not in Fresno. Yeah. Oh. So... I'm out. Well, don't go out. That doesn't mean it's not necessarily true. You know, it could be other things. What the f did that guy say? An alien insectoid or some shit? That could be a thing. He said it looked like... Usually when you say something looks like something, you have to give something that's commonly understood. Right. You can't say it looks like and then insert a word that no one's ever seen before. Yeah, because extraterrestrial insectoid... Doesn't paint any pictures in my mind. No. What the hell is that? At best, it's a cockroach and a UFO. <laughs> exactly. He said it's either that or fairy people. And I would assume <laughs> those are two very different things. One of them's got wings and a little 
want. The other one is a daddy long legs from Mars, which actually now that I say it could be the same thing because a daddy long legs with a little crown and a wand is pretty much a fairy. So that does actually make sense. So listen, I'm a I'm a little bit conflicted. Rory, what were you thinking about all this? I think the the link to Native American folklore was very much the the life raft on this ship that is definitely <laughs> is going down into the icy cold water. Yeah. Once that's taken away, there's not much more you can float on. Maybe a scrap of wood, a door if Leonardo DiCaprio is not using it. Sure. Yeah, without that link, I mean it's it's one thing to say that sure this is something that even when tested, can't be replicated by humans. Yeah. But it's another thing to question, okay, well, if this thing is real, what is it and why is it? It doesn't look like it's the ghost of anyone. It doesn't look like the place is haunted. It doesn't look like there's any reason for it to be there. It doesn't look like it knows what it's doing. It's literally a pair of legs walking aimlessly. Where's it going? It turns out that was the best question of all. Yeah, that was the one that it they should have found out. It doesn't have a motive and that's why it's not real i kind of liked the idea of it just being like whatever the hell they said like a peace spirit yeah it was trying to bring uh humanity together even though it hasn't (laughs) done anything or (laughs) it's mostly doing that by going for midnight walks (laughs) yeah I, i i don't know i don't see any reason for this thing to exist uh which would lead me to believe that it doesn't exist it ain't real it's a double no folks um, you know, for such a silly looking spirit, I'm surprised at how much I got into this story. I mean, it's not really. I was in. Yeah. Like once you see this first, uh, this first footage taken by Jose, it really does open your mind. I feel like it's hard to, it's really hard to describe because it doesn't really look like anything uh, we've ever seen before. So it's a hard one to tackle. But um, unfortunately, without just more information about what it is and why it is, it's going to be a double no this week. Kind of shows you the power of a good video, even if it's a hoax. Exactly. It's like a video can kind of make you believe anything. It's very true. So thank you to Nemo B for emailing in that suggestion to this paranormal life podcast at gmail.com. I think that's what Guys, If you want us to investigate your paranormal stories or you have a suggestion for us that you want us to check out, make sure to email them in and we will take a look at them. If you enjoy this show, if you enjoy tuning in every week for a new paranormal adventure, we don't run ads. We don't have sponsors. We keep it real. We don't want to be influenced by outsider media. All right? We can say whatever we want on this podcast. No consequences, baby. But the way that happens is through Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com, where you can support us directly for as little as two bucks a month, where you get a shout out on the podcast And for five bucks a month, you get access to a whole backlog of incredible, exclusive paranormal investigations that's only available to our exclusive paranormal commune. To give you a little bit of an example of that sweet content, here's a clip from this month's bonus episode. What are your immediate thoughts about Napoleon and his little red man? First thing is, if this little son of a bitch is just showing up for anyone, where has he been my whole life? To stop me from making my bad decisions when I bought that exercise bike right. online for two grand. I didn't see, you know, a little red asshole telling me I was never going to use it. Okay, well, it's kind of a different scale of problem, though. When I did my one-man show on the West End, I thought that was going to run for six months. Bombed week one. I mean, it was pretty amazing you got on the West End to begin with. That's yeah. quite a feat. Well, it cost a lot of money. I had to sell my goddamn exercise bike for a start. That's not a big fortune where was he then to stop me huh i was booed off stage every night but you know napoleon was one of the greatest rulers the world had ever known the scale of his problems were kind of bigger and more where was the little red man when i opened up my chinese restaurant you're right i had had no business doing that of course not you don't know the first thing about china or food i had to buy the freaking thing with all the money i made from my one-man show you made money yeah i sold a couple tickets because people heard how bad the shit was they couldn't believe the reviews well i know what you're saying but the name i'm glad you asked i didn't it's called all about the benjamins a one-man show starring rory powers sounds so bad i play several men 
all named Frank chasing the Yankee dollar. Yeah, I'm reading the Time Out review here. It says you open every act by turning to the audience, breaking the fourth wall and saying, allow me to be Frank. You know, it's pretty hard for a guy like me to make it in New York City. Even if I am the president's only son. It's all about the Benjamins. It's all about chasing that money. I sold my exercise bike so I could make this show. So you better all like it or I'm, I'm going to be pissed off oh my god boo all right Stop. all right oh, uh, just an Jesus. example of some of the hilarious moments we have on our bonus episodes we really keep all the good shit for those people right <laughs> it's so true if you enjoyed that clip definitely check it out and if you do subscribe to our patreon on the two dollar tier we'd like to give you a shout out at the very end of our show so thank you to marco Vieira. they call him marco the sharko because just like the water beast he cannot live on the land oh yeah he didn't he doesn't actually have any of the cool traits of a shark like the teeth hmm. or that killer instinct but he, um, he just has the wrinkled skin you get in the <laughs> bath uh from being in the water too long yeah he's more of a they should call him barnacle marco because <laughs> he's he's really just a crusty old sea dog rather than a shark um but hey Somehow he gets the podcast out at the ocean, and we're glad to have you on board. Please don't come on board, though. You, you'll die, Mark. Thanks also to Samantha Lightfield. Move over, Buzz Lightyear. We've got Samantha Lightfield. Samantha Lightfield to the rescue. People don't know it, but it was actually the North Korean version uh, of the <laughs> Buzz Lightyear toy that... Um, <laughs> Didn't so much uh, explore the galaxy as conquer it right. quite viciously. Um, didn't have a laser arm, but um, a knife. Yeah. It was quite a brutal toy to sell to uh, children. I believe it was discontinued. Somehow, a Samantha Lightfield made it all the way to this podcast, and we're glad to have her. Thanks also to Puddle White. Puddle White sounds suspiciously close to a swamp-dwelling white night crawler that's true that's very true pretty interesting that you decide to show your face right after we said you didn't exist yeah uh wish we'd had this piece of evidence during the show ballsy move ballsy move you night crawling bastard i didn't even know that our podcast made it to the swamp world but hey that's pretty cool we don't get swamp world metrics no uh, or like subscriber numbers or anything like that so that's kind of cool I was trying to think where they keep cash, but I guess they are walking trousers, so their pockets are pretty deep. <laughs> Thanks also to Lee Jeffrey. Lee Jeffrey lives in a cafe. He doesn't eat or drink really. He just he drinks coffee nonstop. Whoa. He's uh. But what if he's in the cafe? If he's in a cafe, presumably they have like snacks and things. Oh yeah, he like could. He goods. could get like a nice croissant or a nice uh, quinamain. Yeah. Or a nice croix uh, <laughs> monsieur, or so a we'll nice just... <laughs> yeah, it's a French cafe, of course. Keep up, but uh... or a nice intelada, or a nice quesadilla. <laughs> I don't think it's a cafe. Like, what kind of cafe is this? <laughs> He's at the Disneyland cafe where they sell <laughs> food from all around the world. Yeah, he's like you know the philosopher Voltaire. Um, yes. He like famously drank something like 50 cups of coffee a day. Wow, really? Yeah, Lee is putting him to shame. He's on a keen 97. My looking God. to break the 100. It's not even a Guinness World Record. No one's come close, but uh, we're rooting for you, Lee. Good luck. Thanks also to Rick. They call him Rick the Stick in the Mud from Swamp World. That's right. Oh, we have another Swamp, Swamp World, World resident. <laughs> Wow, we must have like entered the charts in Swamp World recently because we got a bunch of new Swamp patrons. They are pouring in with their Swamp dollars, which is very nice, but as I established earlier, that's mud. It is, Um, but in this post-Brexit economy, we will take all the mud dollars we can get. So thank you, Rick. Thanks also to Jordan Tucker. Jordan Tuck lives in the muck. That's right, yet another (laughs) Swamp World patron. However, he does have a human first name, so it seems like he uh, emigrated to the world of the swamp. Wow. Um, so that's interesting. That is interesting. And look, if you don't want to give us any of your swamp money, we'll settle for a couple of mud pies. 
because we are hungry. That's right. I could go for a little dessert right now, for Me sure. Me too, buddy. Send them our way. Thanks also to Tobias Andres. Kit and I have decided that we want to do an investigation live from the heart of the Bermuda Triangle. Yep. And Tobias is going to fly us. All right, we're going to hop on that plane and we're going straight into the belly of the beast. I asked him point blank on the runway, can you fly a plane? Before he could even answer, I said, doesn't matter, you son of a bitch. We don't need wings where we're going. <laughs> he didn't seem to want to board. I, we had to kind of push him in. Um, he's 15. He's also. 15 years old. So the chance that he's got his pilot's license is almost zero. Yes, but we know the Bermuda Triangle isn't cruel enough to take a child's life. So we're bringing him with us as sort of like you a protective say, isn't cool enough? <laughs> is it badass enough to take a child's life? Um, so we are selling tickets right now to the uh, Bermuda Triangle live show. There is a pretty generous uh, cancellation policy on those tickets because, let's face it, we're never making it out alive. That's true. But uh, needless to say, you, it, it's not a show to be missed. No. If you do want to come, just grab your own child, grab a flight, and head on over. Thanks also to Roberto Smoothman. Roberto Smoothman. The most prickly-ass, rough son of a bitch I've ever seen in my life. He's a cactus of a peasant. He's a pineapple with eyes. He is a sharp, prickly individual. (laughs) So pointy and awkward. He was actually evicted from the swamp world for being just just too uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. Swamp's a pretty big place. That's that's pretty bad. I know. So I guess he's here back back in the human realm, but still supporting us on Patreon, which we appreciate. Thanks also to Leah Riley. I Riley Riley like this girl. I Riley do. Of all the swamp people in Swamp World, yeah. she's by far the muddiest. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if there was any person from Swamp World mm. that I could <laughs> promote to human world because they're below us obviously. oh of course yeah um i think it'd be leia i agree riley i riley riley agree thanks also to brianna pool brianna pool captain of every swim team she's ever been on did the butterfly stroke perfectly out of the womb to be born this wow. girl is a is the is is the michael phelps of swamp world <laughs> That's right, I picked her up, but she is still a, a goblin in Swamp World. Of course, and so nowhere near the speeds of Michael Phelps, of course, because Phelps gets to swim in water, but the swamp people have to swim in a swamp. The swamp it's mud, mostly. Yeah. yeah, it's actually pretty hard. If they actually made it to uh, the human world where they could swim in water, they'd probably be the best in the probably goddamn beasted. country. Yeah, pretty yoked. But that's why we have to banish her to the Swamp World. Yeah. But hey, you're doing great work down there. I'm glad you're enjoying the podcast. Thanks also to Model and Zen. You know, I like the approach of instead of having a name, just calling yourself the things you want to be. Yeah. A model and Zen. Zen. Pretty chill about the whole situation. But also a smoke show. Yeah. By all accounts. Yeah. I mean, that's. I feel like you'd be pretty Zen if you were a goddamn 10 out of 10. <laughs> of course. You don't have that many problems when you're that gorgeous. You're not going to want to be a Ugo and Zen. Yeah. And obviously, I'm model level, but I'm angry as <laughs> right. shit at, at everything, frankly. You sure. Um, so I need to work on the zen bit. If I had to choose... Yeah. Yoked and a pimp. <laughs> so not zen? Still pretty angry? Yeah, I don't care about yeah. being angry. I'm fine with that. That's been my whole life, so whatever. I just want to be hot and still angry. Thanks also to Scott Littlewood. Scott Littlewood is a name you can trust, you know? It's not intimidating. It sounds pretty friendly. You know, sure. Scott Littlewood. That's like an upstanding guy. Yeah, that's why I think they trusted him uh, with the contract uh, to the Forest Services, even though he was the owner of the largest lumberjacking company uh, in North America. What? Yeah, it turns out Little Wood was like, I want the woods to be as little as possible. <laughs> I want them to be stumps. <laughs> So um, they gave him the keys to the forest, essentially. That's insane. And he cut it down day one. He was like... The whole thing? The whole thing. He's like, well, my name's... He's serious. My name's Little Wood, and now, yeah, it's pretty little. It's goddamn kindling. 
But of course, he made a billion dollars off the, the deal, and now here he is giving it back to the people who supported him, so... Scott. We got him into government? <laughs> we voted Littlewood, that's Holy right. Holy shit. I don't regret a thing. Thanks last but not leastly to Andrew Steen. Andrew Steen took my goddamn spleen. Are you serious? Yeah, we were walking down an alleyway in downtown Los Angeles and he said, Hey, you want to see a cryptid? And I said, sure, what do you got? He took me down the back of an alley and clobbered me only over the head with a glass bottle. Wow. I come to with a 10-inch scar from my neck to my nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Only 10 inches? And I could... (laughs) And I could... I don't even need to feel around. I can feel it the second I come to. My f- spleen's gone. He's serious. He jacked it straight he out. From your mouth. neck to your nuts, he could have. He had carte blanche to every organ he available. He, he's a good guy at heart. He could have taken my heart. He could have taken my lungs. But he went for the spleen. He means well. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He almost killed you. He probably. I'm sure he had his reasons. He's a good guy, really. I think he just sell, sold your organ. That's fair. He probably needed the cash. He doesn't. He's giving it back. <laughs> He's pretty big into meth. That usually is why he needs a lot of money sometimes. Well, I guess that means he needs money. Yeah. So thank you, Andrew, for listening to the podcast. And thank you to everyone that we shouted out. If you're waiting on your shout out, it's just around the corner. Don't worry about it. We're on it, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of This Paranormal Life. Unfortunately, two no's this week, but hell. I can feel that yes right around the corner. We will see you next week, folks, for a brand new episode of This Paranormal Life. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.